0: One, two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey everybody. This is Y'all, Y'all Heard. you I guess we're me, Marissa Phillips.
1: And me, Pete Phillips.
0: Are not related.
1: And I heard that people who live in New York that are going to the Hamptons are getting bladder surgery and bladder Botox so that they don't have to pee on the way there.
0: That's really funny. <laughs> I should be horrified, but it's so dumb that I find it funny. Yeah,
1: if rich people are going to spend their money on something, may as well be
0: I mean, not peeing. <laughs> uh, if you take the Jitney, that's a bus to the Hamptons. I don't know, but I would assume it has a bathroom. Maybe it doesn't. But then, if you're in your own car, why don't you just stop?
1: They say there's nowhere to stop.
0: Okay, cool. Good for you guys. I'm sure that's not going to give you a disease. Um, anyway.
1: How's your week, not- Marissa?
0: I didn't say first. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know.
1: How's your week, Marissa?
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to cram a few pieces of information into that question. One, I listened to the intro for our last show, and I sound less drunk than I ever do. And I don't know whether having COVID makes me sound less drunk. If so, <laughs> I want to retain that. Two, let's all get excited. I'm not pregnant. COVID makes people nauseous, which no one really told me. But after I told everyone what I was experiencing, they were like, oh, yeah, that happened to me. But I thought I was getting morning sickness because I would keep smelling food and have to leave because I was going to throw up. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was pregnant. i uh, not. Yay. Uh, and um, when I was – it's not that exciting, but I have to tell you, Pete, so I might as well tell everyone. <clears throat> I went to this great hotel this weekend but um it was a hotel that has no on-site staff which i find absurd
1: yeah but that's not a hotel that's a building that you're allowed to sleep in
0: Well, okay fine we went to a building i was allowed to sleep (laughs) in and there was a pin number to get in uh instead of like so like you couldn't get
1: this is beautiful this fits in so well with what i'm going to talk about today
0: oh interesting okay well i just not that this is directly linked with what happened but i always remember years ago i went to visit pete and i don't know whether like i think pete was trying to buzz me in or or he didn't realize i was there and uh a lady was going into the apartment she had a key and i said can i come in behind you and she said no mm-hmm. and from that day on i was like you just do not ask to go behind people so we're coming late at night back to our hotel we put in the pin number and we see a lady like kneeling around She's a middle-aged woman. It's not like she looks shady. But she goes, can you hold the door for me? And my cousin paused and then just looks at her and goes, like, as she's closing the door, she's like, I don't think we're supposed to do that. <laughs> then she closed the door on the lady's face. And then, I don't know, I thought it was the appropriate reaction. I said, everybody run. <laughs> so that we didn't have to see the lady when she came in. Yeah. So we all ran up three flights of stairs. Uh, like hysterical people we're all grown adults and we heard her come in but we were out of eyesight thank god and we heard her being like I can't believe that girl didn't let us uh. in or something and that's really the end of the story. Did she have
1: she- anything in her hands? I don't think so I
0: think she just she was fumbling for her phone so I think she didn't know her pin code I uh,
1: yeah. like
0: never had um,
1: You know at a hotel somebody would hold that door for you
0: I know. (laughs) So then later on, we wanted to get water from the lobby or something. And we were starting to go. And then we heard someone in the hallway, there are only eight units in that whole hotel. So there was a heavy likely, like, it was a high likeliness likelihood, whatever, that we would see her again. And so someone started walking through the hall, and then we ran back into our room again and barricaded ourselves. But then it was just a cleaning person. Then we were like, we need to go down. I was like, we can't go to sleep before we go down. We need to face our fears. So we all went down into the lobby. But before we did that, we all put on disguises. (laughs) So, yeah, I just wanted to tell you And what
1: did your disguise?
0: I... Wore a robe and did my hair differently, and wore sunglasses inside.
1: Nice, nice. Uh,
0: My cousin changed her hair, uh, wore a hat, and wore a robe, and my brother put on different clothes and a different hat. All
1: right.
0: Yeah. Apparently, they did see her the next morning when they were caught off guard, but they pretended they didn't see her. (laughs) Anyway, that's not that exciting story. But still, it was a cute. There's no
1: better way to handle that situation.
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's
1: weird. Recently and- in my building, somebody was trying to get in. Um, and I didn't let them in. The This is outside into the lobby area. And I didn't let them in. But then they got in later. And yeah. then they were like, hey, I need some money to get to Lancaster. Oh,
0: so that's the kind of person you're not supposed to let in? Right.
1: Yeah, see? And they were like, that's where I'm from. I got robbed here. They took everything I have.
0: Yeah, I bet and they And I did.
1: need to get back to Lancaster. I don't know what's going on around here, but people don't rob you in Lancaster. And I'm like, I don't think the bus goes to Lancaster.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it does. And, um, actually, maybe they did get robbed. Who even knows? But, not to, I just know that as a brown, alternative-looking person, you don't ask to go in a closed place you just know better Mm -hmm. so we were like "Mm, she's a white middle-aged woman she probably doesn't know what it is for someone to say no yeah that's (laughs) behind me she probably was like appalled and we're just like no (laughs) and so yeah how was your week
1: uh my week's okay i fell down and sprained my other ankle um
0: i'm sorry your other ankle
1: yeah i had sprained my left ankle at Easter time, and mm. I don't know if you know this, but apparently it takes months for, like, a severely sprained ankle to heal. Ooh, wow. So then I fell and severely <laughs> sprained the other one.
0: Which, by the way, guys, on the same day, my mother sprained her ankle. Ooh. <laughs> um, how did this happen?
1: So now I have a crutch, and I am hobbling around with that.
0: You still have to go and work in the office?
1: I'm still going into work. Do you have to? Uh, well, we're supposed to be making presentations to students, and my coworkers are like, "No, you can't do that. You you have a bad ankle," and I'm like, "Yeah, I just don't move."
0: Yeah, but how do you get to work? You walk there slowly, or you drive? I drive. Oh, okay. I
1: okay. had fun at the uh, urgent care, though, but I ran into the same. Concern is humorous. I was like, are they going to take my insurance? And if they don't take my insurance, where am I going to go next? What happened? But they did. Everything was fine. Yeah. And the guy was like, "Uh, is somebody going to drive you home? And I was like, no, I don't have anyone. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Is it hard to drive?
1: And he was like, you can't drive with this. He put a boot. No, not a boot. He put a cast, an air cast, which is really just a thing you strap on your leg. Um, anyway, he put on this stuff on my, f- on my foot and then I was going outside and he was like, well, you, you can't drive without a shoe on, so you might have to take all this off and put on a shoe. And I was like, yeah, I'll take care of that when I get to the car. Okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, you can't drive without shoes
1: on? It's technically illegal to drive without a shoe on.
0: Why? I'm sorry, without one shoe on or with any amount of shoes
1: off? Um, I think the shoe, that, the foot that you're operating the pedals with has to have a, a shoe on. Do
0: we know why?
1: Uh, I think it's just a matter of control, maybe consistency and control, too. Because I will say that when I drive without a shoe on, I could just press with my toe rather than my whole entire foot.
0: <laughs> mm, interesting. Okay, okay.
1: And, uh, I don't know, maybe you get, like, a toe cramp, then you're like...
0: (laughs) Mm, yep. (laughs) All right, well, sounds like you're having a great week, Pete.
1: Yeah, I am. Period. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Marissa.
0: Yeah.
1: Icebreaker. I have an icebreaker, if you don't love it. You're welcome to chime in with your own. But um in keeping with what I plan to talk about today, are there any places that you go where you feel like you have a great in store shopping experience?
0: So I'm telling you the name of a store?
1: Yeah, or like a and, and I guess why it would be a good experience.
0: Uh, uh sure I can answer that, but could you answer that first?
1: I don't know. I oh. guess-
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> I guess I like going to Target yeah why um I don't know the layout makes sense to me you know what if I'm honest I like going to my grocery store I know where stuff is I can get it and then I can leave
0: okay so what makes it good the fact that just like everyone leaves you alone and you can find stuff on your own
1: that I know where stuff is, so I'm not terribly confused very often.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That when I say hello to people who work there, they say,
0: hi. Oh, that's nice.
1: Except there's a guy who uh, is always stocking frozen food. Always. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. He doesn't even sleep. And he is not friendly. Mm, okay. And you'd think that if he's always stocking frozen foods, if you were like, hey, could you tell me where the carrots are? He'd have some inkling. <laughs>
0: I mean, frozen carrot.
1: <laughs> I just picked carrots, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I didn't know you were the kind of person who wanted to like greet workers.
1: That's interesting. Is that interesting?
0: Yeah, it is. Well, to then me. tell me
1: about your shopping experience. <laughs> uh,
0: see, I usually don't like when anyone. Like, I don't even want anyone to like look at me. I don't want them to talk to me. I don't want them to look at me because. The way I looked in my youth, I think people thought I was stealing all the time. So even though I'm almost 40 and I look fairly respectable, I think everyone always thinks I'm stealing. Um, So I don't like anyone looking at me. Um, However, recently I went to a store called Francesca's, which is a weird store that I don't fully understand the concept of. And the woman was so intent on helping me. And then I was like, can I have this in another size? And she was just, actually, I asked Aaron if my boyfriend had it in another size. And she heard me asking him. And she said, oh, no, no, no. I'll take care of that. And she goes, what do you want? I, it was a romper. She's like, what do you want this romper for? She's like, going out every day, like clubbing, going to a barbecue. And I was like, I don't know. All Go- of you
1: buff, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, going out? And then she's like, I got you, I got you. And then she comes back, not just with a different size and what I asked for, but like 10 different different offers that she felt like fit the description. And she was just so nice and seemed so genuine that she really liked helping people. Because I could hear her talking to other people and being like, oh, yeah, that fit is good. That accentuates your curve. Like, it didn't look like she was just, like, fake. Mm -hmm. So I will say, I like people to not even acknowledge my existence unless they are... Genuinely friendly. (laughs) Uh, Also, I like comic book stores. I like my local comic book store because you could tell they don't judge me because I don't think I buy comic books that are considered cool to buy. I just buy Archie comic books. Yeah. (laughs) And apparently the owner is a big fan of Archie. Uh, So I, I, I like that. I just like not being judged. I like not having people think I'm stealing, <laughs> and I like people being nice to me or ignoring me, one or the other. I don't want anything in between. <laughs> Did that answer your question? It does,
1: yeah. Okay. Um, t- I'll start today with a personal story, because it's been a while since I've done that. This okay. is a-
0: Very quickly say. Yeah. I've never stolen anything in my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Don't say it like that. <laughs> I haven't. Anyway, continue.
1: So, this is not my story to tell. It's my mother's story, but I'm going to tell it anyway.
0: I love your mother.
1: She will no longer go to her neighborhood CVS. Oh, no. What happened is that her friend from out of town was visiting, and her friend needed some cough syrup. Mm -hmm. This is because the friend had COVID, but didn't know that she had COVID. (laughs) Okay. So, they went to CVS, and when she got the Cough syrup, she went up to the front to pay for it, but no one was at the registers. The only option was the self-checkout. Oh, no. So she scanned a bottle of cough syrup, and Marissa, what do you think it said?
0: It said, are you 18?
1: Yeah. But you have to show ID. She's like, who am I supposed to show ID to? There's nobody up here. Uh Uh-oh. So she kind of had a bit of an outburst and caused a scene. Oh, no! (laughs) And my mom being the associated party was roundfully embarrassed
0: yeah oh my gosh!
1: so an employee came over and she cleared the purchase but not without some crosswords from my mom's friend about how you should do your damn job
0: oh my gosh
1: last time i visited my mom needed something from cvs and i had to go in and get it for her because she's too ashamed to go in
0: I understand that, your poor mom. I also avoid certain places. You should have instead asked the places I avoid, (laughs) because there are a few. But continue.
1: So we all know that how you react is within your control. And we know that job descriptions vary. So while my mom's friend thinks that it's someone's job to stand by a cash register all day, that's probably one of the many tasks they're expected to perform while they're working. Yeah, and we also know that you need to show ID to buy cough syrup, but when I mean, the self checkout,
0: or only certain cough, syrup?
1: only certain cough syrup. Oh,
0: okay.
1: But when the self checkout can't, like, let you buy cough syrup because it can't check your ID, that to me, Marissa, is a failure of the system.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I've had the same situation
1: this weekend. CNN Business published a piece called "Nobody Likes Self Checkout." Period. Here's why it's everywhere. Marissa, I found this fascinating because there was a period in the headline.
0: Wait, no one likes self-checkout.
1: Period, then- capital uh, H. Here's why it's it's everywhere. No punctuation at the
0: whoa! end. Whoa, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> it's only not gross if there's punctuation at the end of it
1: i was like why isn't there punctuation at the end i don't understand why did you use a period instead of a dash help me out here cnn yeah
0: you totally could oh my god yeah that's what i was thinking you could just use a dash that's gross i do not think that they'd be <laughs> I don't think that
1: so anyway i was inspired to share most of this article with you guys uh with a few other things along the way They're i'm very
0: o- excited to hear that because my i'm sorry i think i cut you off my CVS does have one person working, then there's six self-checkouts, but the machines are so temperamental yeah. that it will, like, never, like, it'll either accuse you of putting an item you didn't put in the bag, or you will slam your item down, and it will say you still didn't put it in the bag, and the one time I bought ten things, and I, and it said, calling for assistance five fucking times and you could tell the person was so tired of me but i was like i don't have control of this and the person just finally like dramatically like like leaned against the wall to watch me finish my purchases because they were tired of being called over to my thing and i was like what the fuck you want me to do dude
1: my specific self-checkout cvs story is that i went to the self-checkout and i have a care card if that's Mm -hmm. what it's called yeah. And uh, But I don't carry the care card with me. I don't think I've ever had a physical care card. You just use a phone I, or... I open the app, and there's a little barcode that you can scan that you can show the person who you're checking out to. Oh. So I go to the self-checkout, I bring up the, the code, and I scan it, and the whole thing just shuts down.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. And then I was like,
1: huh, that's weird. So I went to the other one <laughs> and shut that one down, too. Oh,
0: my God.
1: And they were like, we need to restart this. This is going to take like a half an hour. And I'm like, sorry.
0: Wow. Yeah, Pete, for the future, you can just put your phone number.
1: (laughs) So this article starts with a statistic that a survey last year of 1,000 shoppers resulted in 67% saying that they had experienced a failure in the self-checkout line. Errors at, at the kiosks are so common that they even spawn dozens of memes and TikTok videos. Most of the TikTok videos are staged so don't bother looking at any of them up. I
0: mean, I don't think... You can judge how prevalent an issue is based on how many TikToks are made about it.
1: Yeah, That's but just it does mean tip. it captures the public's attention. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 okay.
1: Marissa, the introduction uh-huh. of self-checkout machines was in 1986, wow. but this article says that it is part of a long history of sores, sores, (laughs) ew, a long history of stores (laughs) transferring work from paid employees to unpaid customers, a practice that dates back all the way to the Piggly Wiggly, the first self-service supermarket in the early
0: 1900s. That's funny. I just like in my mind, I was like replacing the workers with robots. But you're right. Because it is us doing the labor, not like it's hard labor, but you're right. I never thought of it framed that
1: way. Instead of clerks being behind a counter and gathering the products for the customer that they, you know, that they ordered, the Piggly Wiggly finally allowed shoppers to roam the aisles, pick items up off the shelves, put them in a basket, and pay for them at the register.
0: <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What was it before? As opposed to what? I missed what you said.
1: If you would go to, like, sometimes if you're watching a small movie and and like it's a little. A small movie? <laughs> Sometimes if yeah, you are watching okay. an old movie, Thank there's you. a small town. I was and, trying
0: so hard not to call you out on that.
1: And you go up to the counter and you're like, Hey, I'd like to get like, you know, these few items and then the uh, clerk uh, pulls them off the shelf or from it. the back okay. and, and packages it. them up for you. Got it. So the conceit back then was in exchange for doing more work that people would have lower prices. Yeah. Um, but self-checkout came for a different reason, which was to lower labor expenses because huh. everybody complains about how nobody has a job but everybody also wants to install machines to do jobs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The system reduced cashier costs by as much as 66% according to a 1988 article in the Miami Herald. So this was that wow. first implementation in 86. But it was a completely different sort of setup than what we find today. I'm not okay. going to go into it. Um, instead, I will continue. Okay. <laughs> the rationale was economics-based and not focused on the customer, says Sylvian Charlebois.
0: Ooh, you should have let me have a crack at that first.
1: <laughs> I got it wrong anyway. Charlebois. Charle-bois. <laughs> There's no D in there. Uh, director of the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at... Dalhousie University in Nova Scotia who has researched self-checkout. I really tried to cut out as many schools as possible, but I guess I missed that one. <laughs> from the get-go, customers detested them. Mm,
0: okay.
1: So the mixed feedback from customers prompted some grocery chains, including Costco, Albertsons, and some others, to get rid of self-checkout machines. Um, that they installed in the mid-2000s. They said that the self-checkout lines got so clogged by customers who needed help, they needed to wait for the store staff to come solve problems with barcodes and coupons and all that kind of shit. So... Yeah, um, and that
0: happens literally all of the time.
1: Right. So some places were like, this isn't worth it, let's just get rid of them. Yeah. From a piece in The Atlantic in 2018... Self-checkout theft has become so widespread that a whole lingo has sprung up to describe its tactics. Ringing up a T-bone, which would be $13.99 a pound, with a code for a cheap, like, 49 cents a pound variety of meat is called the banana trick. Mostly because people use it with bananas, like bananas are cheap, so they use a banana sticker.
0: Guys, I think once I wasn't sure which onion I got, and I think I chose the, the the cheaper onion, and then I was like, it probably wasn't that, and I felt guilty. I am so <laughs> <honest>. very
1: annoying. <laughs> if you put something in the bag without scanning it at all, that's called the pass around.
0: Yeah, but then I assume it would go off in the in the in the thing. Like I, I
1: don't I, know that in maybe. But in 2018, maybe they didn't have that. Maybe. The weight things, cuz the weight things are supposed to help these days. They're supposed to help these days. <laughs> I'll get to that in a bit. The switcheroo is more labor intensive. That's when you peel the sticker off of something unexpected, inexpensive, and place it over the barcode of something that is pricey. Just make uh. sure both items weigh the same thing to avoid triggering that pesky unexpected item in the bagging area.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, smart.
1: One podcast that I listen to called Grift Horse swears by scamming f- self-checkout. Recently,
0: podcast that tells you how to scam source? how to
1: grift people. Yeah.
0: It, so it doesn't tell you cautionary tales; it tells you how to grift people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you listen to that?
1: Because uh, begging Keester's funny.
0: Oh, I think I'm going to listen to that. <laughs>
1: Recently, they talked about how California Goodwills are even installing self-checkout, which has them going wild at, self- at at Goodwill because they'll just take a sticker off of a pair of like shitty pants that oh, cost $2 yeah. and put it onto something that's much nicer. Yeah, and, and they don't feel bad about scamming Goodwill because Goodwill apparently is a scam in and, of, in and of itself. I
0: want to find out about that. Maybe I'll go scam a Goodwill if that's the <laughs>
1: case. If you had a retail store where 50% of your transactions were to go through self-checkout, losses would be 77% higher than the average losses at a uh, cashier-manned register.
0: How the fuck is that worth it?
1: And this is according to Adrian Beck, an emeritus professor at the University of... I swore I got rid of all of these. (laughs) Leicester? Leicester in the UK who studies retail loss. Consumers are not very good at scanning reliably. Why should they be? He says. They're not trained. (laughs) Stores have tried to limit losses by tightening self-checkout security features, such as adding the weight sensors, but additional anti-theft measures also lead to frustrating unexpected item-in-the-bag errors, requiring requiring store employees to intervene. Here's my story. i was at a shop right in new jersey Mm -hmm. and i brought my own bags because in new jersey they don't have plastic bags anymore yeah (laughs) so it says did you bring bags and i was like yes and then i scanned the first item i put it in the bag i put the bag and the item in the bagging area unexpected item in the bagging area and i'm like what's so unexpected you son of a bitch (laughs) 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 come to find out the the person manning the station goes, oh, you're not doing it right. At the beginning when it says, do you have any bags? You're supposed to put your bags on the scanner. I'm like, that's not what it said. It said, do you have any bags? I said yes, and then I scanned my first item. It yeah, didn't say, is- oh, you do? We'll put them down on the thing. Plus, why is it even asking me that question if I'm not allowed to use your bags here in New Jersey?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell them that?
1: Yeah, and... uh My mom was the one who sort of like uh, settled things down there.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay.
1: But every single item that I put in to the bag, that error came up because apparently I goofed it up at the beginning. Despite self-checkout's many shortcomings for customers and store owners, the trend is only growing. Walmart, Kroger, and Dollar General are piloting exclusively self-checkout stores.
0: I mean, Dollar General seems like that makes sense no 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 i changed my mind i thought you meant dollar tree
1: dollar tree yeah yeah no that
0: doesn't
1: make sense although at my dollar tree people will spend 100 and so <laughs> <laughs> um costco and albertsons have brought self-checkout machines back after removing them years ago and we've may have possibly heard of Amazon's concept of taking it a step further with a completely cashierless Amazon go store
0: well it's not like the most hysterical thing in the world I will say I don't know Pete did you see by any chance the SNL skit where black people versus white people go into that store
1: no but I mean it sounds like it <laughs> writes itself
0: yeah just Like, yeah, minorities go into the store and are, like, horrified by the concept or just, like, throwing money on the floor or, like, being like, I'm putting this in my bag now because they don't trust the system. So, yeah, I would not want to go to that. That would make me uncomfortable. My
1: college has one. Oh. You scan a card to go in. You take what you want. You scan your card again to pay for what you're getting. And then you leave.
0: Your college, should probably spend their money on better things.
1: There's <laughs> nobody in the store. And I'm like, how do you expect people to not steal stuff? Well, when things get stolen, we have the idea of the person who came in. No, you uh, don't. You hey. have the idea of how many people went in yesterday when the things went missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: funny.
1: <laughs> um, but the writer questions um, or or presumes that it may be too late for stores to turn their back on self-checkout just because everybody's in on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stores today are catering to shoppers who perceive self-checkout to be faster than traditional cashiers, even though there's little evidence to support that. But because customers are doing something rather than standing around waiting, the mm-hmm. experience can feel like it's moving more quickly. Ah, okay. Also, store owners have seen competitors installing self-checkout And most of them are determined that they don't want to miss out and be left behind.
0: Oh, yeah, because that's everyone just jones in. That's how we decide where we shop. It doesn't sell out, you dumb bitch.
1: (laughs) In some places, the likelihood of being punished for petty shoplifting is decreasing. Even if a manager wants to press charges, many police departments can't be bothered with supermarket theft. In 2012, for example, the Dallas Police Department enacted a new policy. Officers would no longer routinely respond to shoplifting calls for boosts amounting to less than $50. In 2015, they upped it to $100. I'm sorry,
0: in what state?
1: In Dallas, Texas.
0: I oh can't wait till that comes to, to Philly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so then you can walk out with something up to $100, and presumably the police couldn't be bothered. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know that that should be a a rule that's on the books that people know about. <laughs> but
1: Maybe that's that why be- stores now have entire lost departments where now the store is sort of uh, taking more of a lead in all that sort of stuff.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: So this isn't to say that all shoppers feel empowered to steal like Marissa, but <laughs> shut up, Frank Farley, a psychologist at Temple University. Uh, says that many supermarket thieves have what he calls type T, as in thrill, personalities. Shopping can be quite boring because it's such a routine, and this is a way to make the routine more interesting. These can be risk-taking, stimulation-seeking people. Okay. According to this theory, some type T, again, type thrill, (laughs) personalities could end up becoming base jumpers or assassins, while others might just settle for swiping some brie and organic tomatoes.
0: I'm sorry, this might be a very ignorant question. An assassin is a real job?
1: No, I think... Like, that was... I hope that was written facetiously. Okay. (laughs) Because I don't think base jumper is a real job either.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, that's great.
1: (laughs) Oh, No. (laughs) I clean toilets. I'm just an assassin in my off hours.
0: (laughs) Oh, for a moment, I thought you were doing a play on words because I clean toilets, ass, Mm. assassin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like these days, you're kind of lucky to have self-checkout. When I sprained my ankle, I had to go to an urgent care. And I parked my car. Because I feel like that's the first thing you're supposed to do. Park your car? And I got out of my car and walked up to the door only to find a giant sign on the door that said, scan this barcode to begin filling out your paperwork from your car. And that's- I'm like, I'm already out of my car, asshole.
0: I've never seen that.
1: So I'm standing on one leg, trying to complete my medical records and take oh. pictures of my ID and my insurance card.
0: Oh, God.
1: Uh, In the meantime, when I finally got in, uh, a man came in, just walked in off the street and said, Yeah, I can't do that shit that it says to do on the door.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And the lady's like, you use your phone. He's like, I'm too old.
0: Yeah, seriously. What the fuck? If an elderly person goes there by themselves, they're not going to fucking know how to do that.
1: But he was also having respiratory issues. So she was like, get out of here. Oh. (laughs) And put on a mask. Ay, ay, ay. A couple of other things. Attorney and influencer. <laughs> this reminds me of Aaron. Attorney and influencer. Like, you should be an attorney or an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> you should be a doctor or an influencer.
0: Hi.
1: Carrie Jernigan. This this uh, next part is coming from the New York Post, which we know is so reliable and so well reported. Um yeah. Carrie Jernigan, who often shares legal advice to her 1.2 million followers on TikTok, has alleged that stores are using security footage at the register to accuse innocent customers of theft. What? Quote, as a criminal defense attorney, I advise most people to steer clear of the self-checkout, Jernigan says.
0: I don't even get it, though. I thought they weren't even. Oh, I guess that's just in Dallas. I I, I was going to say I thought people weren't even prosecuting the theft that much. What do you mean? Is there more details about this? I don't understand.
1: She says that there are three groups of, groups of people who are being charged with shoplifting and, and while using self-checkout. Black the first people, group,
0: Hispanic people, <laughs> and <who? laughs>
1: And mixed-race people, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, the first group is those, quote, with intent to steal. Those sophisticated thieves will still get away with this. Weight sensors and cameras have made stealing more difficult the second category she calls theft by mistake these people that genuinely just forgot to scan an item Uh, she lists an example of accidentally leaving something at the bottom of the shopping cart Uh, despite potentially innocent a potentially innocent mishap these folks do frequently face charges because the big box stores aren't going to spend their time and resources trying to figure out if you did it on purpose
0: I mean, I thought the big box lawyers wouldn't even be bothered because I assume they factored loss into everything, but wow.
1: Well I mean at the end of this I'm gonna tell you that the lady's probably full of shit. Okay. The third group is the people that they that she calls the quote truly innocent. Okay. <laughs> Most of these people are getting charged the are not getting charged the day of. I thought this was interesting. This is why I bothered to put this in here. Rather, their predicament begins when someone in the asset protection department of a store starts counting inventory, perhaps days, weeks, or months later, and it comes up short. So, the asset protection department will begin watching hours and hours of videos of people checking out to see the last... What
0: fucking pain has the time or the resources for that?
1: (laughs) To see the last person who checked out with a Mario Lego set because they're too short on that, or an Xbox... For some reason, they pinpoint that they think you did it.
0: I don't think that should be legal. I hate this.
1: The charges could land you uh, up to a year in jail, she cautioned. I've now, never
0: heard this in my life.
1: Here's the thing. I thought what was interesting was they're looking for, let's say, um, right, okay. So here, the the sequence is this. <laughs> they are they come up that they're two items short on um, inventory of an Xbox mm-hmm. so they're missing two xboxes so they start watching videos to see the people who took the Xboxes
0: when in fact but it's in between employees
1: but in between they're finding other people who are taking other things
0: <laughs> yeah
1: again whether by accident or on purpose um You have to spend thousands of dollars hiring a lawyer, and we have to go through grainy video footage to try and determine what and all you bought that day. So she says, make sure you save your receipts and shit. But yeah, uh, a lot of people are like, no.
0: What am I, 80? (laughs) Do you save your receipts? No. Who does, you fucking moron? Is she like, 80? The influencer?
1: Of course not. She looks like, um... Maybe like a plastic 50.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying I it wouldn't probably be smart, but I honestly, seriously doubt the average millennial and absolutely not the average Gen Z saves their fucking
1: receipts. True, unless it's about gossip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, too true.
1: According to the National Retail Federation, retailers currently lose about one4 of their product stock each year through theft, employee error, or other factors. This adds up to about $50 billion a year. Not per company, of course, like all the companies combined. Okay,
0: okay.
1: Beck's research also found, this is, uh, I believe I mentioned him earlier, but if I didn't, some guy who goes to another school. Beck's research also found that risk went up Uh, with the amount of items that a shopper purchases that they have in their cart. Shoppers with 50 items in their cart had a 60% chance of having at least one unscanned item, while shoppers with 100 had an 86% chance of error.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Considering the already thin margins that grocers operate with, trying to keep prices down and everything like that, an additional loss of up to 1% which would then bump that to 2.4%, would be a significant blow to business. Mm-hmm. Newer competitors are also threatening with Scan and Go systems and beyond. What does that mean? Here in uh, Pennsylvania, if you have the Sheets app, you can go into a Sheets, pick up an item, scan it with the app, and walk out the door.
0: Are we all so... Impatient? Why would you need to do that?
1: (laughs) And it's funny because people talk about how busy they are, and you know things like that. But it's like, and then when they reflect on when they used to be imaginative and creative and everything like that, it's like when I was a kid when I had time to be bored. (laughs) Well, you're you're taking it away from yourself now.
0: I mean, honestly, I just want to say, like, people who are like, "I'm so busy." Unless you have thirty kids or you're a single parent, you're probably not. You probably want to be busy.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, shut up. (laughs) Or you're. It took me forever to get Easy Pass, because I was like, "No, I don't mind paying a person, and that person has a job, because I'm not getting Easy Pass." And then they were like, "Well, you have to pay more if you don't use Easy Pass." And I was like, "I'm sorry, person." (laughs) Um, so, some competitors are also going even further, most notably, smart carts.
0: Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I didn't even If you're so busy, then why are you getting a snack in Sheets? If you have the time to go into Sheets to get a snack, you're not so busy, okay? No,
1: no, I have just enough time to go in, not wait in line to pay for it. If I yeah. could go in and throw $3 at some person who's working behind a register, that would be fine. But I can't stand there. Well, get <laughs> you know your what? Turn. I you can't not. even throw $3, $3 because because I live such a minimal life, I can't even carry cash with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hate people.
1: I'm sorry. Continue. Startup companies like Caper and Veve have developed AI-powered shopping carts designed to one up the scan and go by no, automatically by automatically logging products as customers toss them into the soup into the basket
0: no at least at least when you're at the checkout all your problems will happen in one place now you're going to have technical difficulties in every aisle every time you pick something up that's maddening um
1: and then when you're done the customer would pay through a card reader on the cart my question is, how do you bag it? <laughs> uh, I guess you put your bags in the cart, but maybe if you put your bags in the cart, then the AI wouldn't know what you're putting in. At any rate...
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would have boycotted any place with that.
1: That was just a little bit about self-checkouts, where they came from, where they're going, and... um yeah, and like Marissa said, how the main reason that we have them is just to keep up with the Joneses because
0: That's stupid.
1: <laughs> and And it, it's just mind-boggling that something that affects so many people really just hinges on something that human and simple.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like, are you ever in a store and you realize they don't have a self-checkout and you're like, ill, gross, and then i a like,
1: bit, and then I just throw my shit on the floor and walk out. Like, oh, these fucking noobs. The the best one that I like that sort of teeters into this area is, I don't know if you've ever been in a Walmart line that's like 12 carts long and you have like three items in your hand. And somebody comes Mm -hmm. up to you and goes, hey, you want me to just take care of that for you? (laughs) And they scan it with a handheld scanner and you just swipe your card and then you walk out.
0: Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that's a big difference from the shit show we have. And by the way, you said some people realize it doesn't work and then they give it up, while CVS just leans into it even harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. CVS is like, we don't give a shit. Yeah, we're gonna make you like it. By the way, Pete, if I we
1: could, I- if we could avoid the liability of delivering you your prescriptions without a person, we would do that too. <laughs> No. You just drive through and open your mouth, and we'll just drop in your allotment of pills for the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Gosh, that's <laughs> great. Oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Thank you. I knew none of this.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, and I feel like, I feel like sometimes people are walking around and they're like, "Man, this is annoying." But now you have more reason and like statistics and stuff to prove that it actually is annoying.
0: <laughs> oh. Definitely
1: annoying. Which is why I don't mean to rush you, Marissa. Plugs. My plug is going to the cashier. I almost always opt the cashier (laughs) unless I see that lines are long and I have like three or four, five items. Like I'm always going to cashier, and if I see a cashier that looks grouchy, I go. I can pick this person up, and if I Aww. see a cashier who looks happy, I'm like, this is going to be nice. <laughs> You're
0: so nice.
1: And it gives you somebody to talk to, and, yeah. like, you know.
0: Man, CVS, though, when the line gets too long for the cashier, it's like they're annoyed, and they're like, you know, there are self-checkouts open, so yeah. I feel risk to take to go on the cashier line if it's already a few people
1: deep. I'm afraid of everything in this world. Next time you need to go, like, (laughs) you know, there's self-checkout if anybody's interested. No, I'm interested in spending time with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like that. Um, But, like,
1: sometimes I, I get it because sometimes you go to a CVS. I was at one, I don't know, maybe a few months ago, and there was a person who had, of course, a coupon dispute. And they wanted, like, an IOU coupon and all this stupid horse shit. And it's just like, the, but the cashier is just as annoyed as we are. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, let
0: me see. What kind of plug can I, what can I go to from there? Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, I'm going to plug. Um, 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 um.
1: Recently, I went into one line and I had the I had these bags that have, like, cardboard-ish edges. And yeah. I opened up the thing, and the, the cashier was like, oh, my God, these are amazing. I wish everybody had these. Like, I don't have to fight <laughs> to keep it open while I'm putting stuff in it. This is great. <sighs> and then a couple of weeks later, I ended up having her again, and she's like, it's you, the guy with the cool bag.
0: That, that's adorable. I like, <laughs> did you have the cool bag with you again?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know what? I, I can't think of anything, like, on brand to plug. So I am just going to plug. Moving. Oh God! Oh yeah, <laughs> i was moving from Philadelphia. Cause Philadelphia smells bad. And Everyone
1: people is keep getting shot.
0: Yeah, people keep getting shot. People are screaming everywhere all of the time, <laughs> and um, it's gross. It's just gross. Oh, and so I went I, that beautiful hotel I mentioned. We we're sleeping, and at 3 a.m. Someone puts in the parking lot like right outside of our hotel puts some like hip-hop music on bass up all the way as loud as you possibly can and I'm just like, does he like think it's cool <laughs> like See, what do you
1: I need everybody to understand that whenever you hear these people arguing on TV about guns and stuff like that, I'm not a bad person, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Like, I probably think I'm worse than anybody else thinks I am. Yeah. But that kind of behavior is the thing that would make me kill someone.
0: Oh, my God. So, yeah, I almost, I I was going to say it, and then I censored myself. As I was sleeping, the thought entered my mind, I understand why people shoot people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, and the thing is, it's just an impulse. And yeah. you act on the impulse because you have the resources to do so because yeah. of poor gun control. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you and I don't have guns. And so I know. we start to weigh our situation. It's like, what am I going to do, go out and punch the guy and get the shit kicked out of me? No, I'm just going to sit here and deal with it. Maybe I'll call the front desk that doesn't exist because I chose a hotel with no people in it. <laughs> oh,
0: for the record, in my fantasy, I shoot out their the tires in their car. I don't shoot them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the speakers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just shoot everything, but not the person. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to, yep, exactly. I'm plugging moving out of, I'm going to just plug moving out of cities. At least, just, I can't stand a city in the summer. It smells rancid and everyone's like agitated. So I just, yeah, guys, I'm moving to fucking semi-boonies in a couple days. So <laughs> wish me luck.
1: The boonies being the capital of the state.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's like on the edge between Harrisburg and Hummelstown. All right. Anyway, um, guys, if you want to give us a call, call us at 570 podwad one
1: I realized it's grass mowing season and we haven't heard from Alex. I hope he's okay.
0: I know. I have been thinking a lot about Alex now we haven't heard from him. Um, Yeah, you can slide into my DMs at wristbandle. Uh, Pete, where do you email us?
1: Shout at y'all dot me.
0: And hey guys, um...
1: You can also it? join our Patreon. Oh, yeah. For as low as $1 a month.
0: I was hanging out with one of our Michaels, Mike Stinson, yesterday, and I was asking him to explain things like gaze and mouth... Mouth? Math rock and all this bullshit. And I still don't know what any of them are. Mouth also, rock. Also, Michael Stinson owns a Bruce Willis record. <laughs> way so you'd know that
1: like ironically
0: oh yeah they think it's funny okay yeah. good
1: good because i don't know how to boot a patron no. but <laughs>
0: uh yeah so guys stay safe out there COVID is not done despite the fact everyone thinks it is yeah and, uh,
1: and stay hey, cool really?
0: stay cool one way to Bye. stay cool
1: is by listening to us
0: yeah have a Bye. good one <laughs> we
1: well, Hi!